Yep, we back at it, Homegrown Radio, Chuck Dizzle, DJ Head up in here. West Coast. Man, we got Vallejo's own man, Young T.O. What's the word, big dog? Yeah, chilling, pulling, shooting this video right now, working. Hey, man. when he when he hopped on right now, he was live. He was in the middle of the desert. Real, hey, T.O., real quick, show. Can you show us where you at? Like, go go outside Location. real quick. Just show. I'm my bad. I didn't want to fuck up what you got going, but just show like this food like all the way like he on he at the California Love video. <laughs> he on location, location. <laughs> Desert. Hey, bro. It, I think was gonna have a fucking uh, network gonna be working the Wi-Fi on this motherfucker or not. Right. We we glad you're here. So we, we understand if it go in and out, man. But it's a blessing to be working, especially with the, the, the year that's been going on like crazy, man. With with quarantine and COVID-19 and everything, how, how has that affected your hustle? Has it turned things up or kind of like slowed things down on your end? Uh, I say probably just from being from like the Bay Area and shit, we don't really got like no big club scenes and shit like that. Mm-hmm. So for me, it slowed down on like the show aspect. Like, cause mostly a nigga be doing like ticketed shows and shit like that. Niggas don't really be doing like clubs and could like out of South be having clubs, nigga could do all this shit. We don't really be having, we don't got it like that. So that's, that's the smart. only thing really. But other than that, it's like, um, you know, nigga just keeping it pushing, doing whatever he could do. I was just, t- I was just telling you, like, I ain't seen you in a minute, probably since you did uh, my BT stage. Oh, wow. yeah. Look, like like a, a while back but um i've been seeing you out here you drop projects you ain't stopped like ever wow. since like ever since you was like on your young to shit bro like you've been putting out music like boom yeah. boom 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 back to back and i think that's just i think that's how the bay get down anyway though like the bay kind of just be dropping music like y'all don't really stop putting out music um when you go in to make a project are you thinking about like, okay, I need to have it out by this date? Like when you did with, um, was it a uh, Jupiter? Or yeah. are you thinking about like, I'm gonna just create and then drop it when it's done? Uh, my thing more about it, it, it really be like project based. So like you said, coming from the Bay Area is like, I grew up on like, you feel me, Messi, Messi Mar, Jacka, shit like that. Like niggas dropping all day like you go it's nigga every week you hearing a new tape with some shit on here like that's just how you got to flood the streets when you coming from the bay area because it ain't too many outlets and opportunities that's why the independent grind is so big because we really just doing this shit on our own and then when the world get a hold of it it's a beautiful thing if not we still going to just keep this shit lit and just keep dropping for everybody who do here so that's really the whole mindset to it is just keep going keep growing running them laps like Nipsey Hussle would say <laughs> Yo, young okay. T.O., man, I, I know how it looked for us, you know, being from L.A., um, how excited we were to see, you know, Too Short and E-40 hit that stage and do the verses, <laughs> man. But somebody like you, you know what I mean? Like, how does it feel from a Bay Area native? What did it look like through you guys' lens uh, to see them legends hit the stage and just, like, go up crazy? Uh, I feel like it was a big look because, like I said, we really be outcast from the rest of the everything else that be going on. So for them to actually add some Bay Area artists into this versus shit that you got all of these other legends on, it actually clarifies, like, no, nigga, we legends too. Like, don't get this shit confused. So that's why I really fucked with it because it was plus, and it was Vallejo and Oakland. So that's two different main hubs in the Bay Area. So it ain't just like it's giving light to one city, it's giving love to the Bay in general. Are you are you as offended as I am when people from the East Coast think that LA and the Bay is the same thing? Man, the thing about it is it's definitely totally different. Like it's totally it's totally, different. It's totally different. Two different things. Definitely. 
do you but when they, when people say it's like oh yeah it is similar don't get it confused it's also west coast shit. right but if you're not looking from a west coast perspective and you out here it's definitely two different worlds um the marriage between the la and the bay to me has gotten significantly better over the years because it's always been like you said separated like fresno is kind of like we all know like fresno is like kind of like the midpoint almost right um but i've seen Ever since I, I don't want to give a, a timestamp on it, but I I have seen over the years a lot more collaboration between LA and the Bay. Um, what made you link up with the homie Pac-Man to do to do the uh the Lord Knows project? Like how did that come up? Uh it was really just on some genuine shit for real. Like when I had came out here to LA, um, I had ended up meeting Nipsey Hustle and locking in with him. So he tied me in with Jason heavily, and then just through that. Me and Pac-Man ended up fucking around, making a song, getting in the studio, like, 2018, or I think, or 19, we had made a song, and but we had never put it out. It ain't even go on the project, and then it was just a song that I had one of them on, because it was like some uh, G-Funk type shit, so I'm like, man, let me get a LA nigga on here, and I really fucked with, like, the whole All Many In movement since, like, coming up as a little kid, so for me, it was more, like, um, on some just goals type shit like uh, more than like for me because just growing up on this type shit like looking up to these niggas and now just like being somebody that they could look at and also got mutual respect for and it just it was just all came together bucket list shit so exactly. so when y'all did this project like was it a span like you said you did a song and it never came out but when y'all put the project together was it something like are we gonna lock in like you know how future and drake did the uh, project we gonna get in the studio for a weekend and knock this shit out or when we actually decided to do the project like it was probably like early last year like when we actually decided to do it and shit the first day that we got in the studio and we went in there we did like nine songs like Instantly, the first Are you serious? Day, nice, wow. like in the in one day type shit, like instantly, cause I don't write my shit. I just go in a booth. So he seen me going in there. He like, shit. I'm just gonna go in there. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I ain't gonna let you do that to me. <laughs> it's like friendly competition. Like he going, I'm going. So he like, I'm like, oh, you going crazy? Turn up the next beat. Then I'm trying to rip mm. something. He like turn on the next beat. Then like you know, cause at the same time we wanna um give both our fans what they want. We want to give the LA, we want to give my fans, we want to, you know, we want to satisfy everything. So we want to come with some of my vibes and his vibes and just blend it together and make it like some real beta LA type shit. Like, you, you know, because I feel like we've been needing it because like you say, it's different. You got the, you, it's, we are West Coast, but you know, it's the LA and you got the Bay, but it's so similar. And it's to the point to where the South running the game, been running the game for so long that you got, they got how many different states and this and that in the South? Like, least we could do is come together as a state. Facts. That's a fact. I'm glad you said that, bro. Um, when it comes to, like, I mean, you know, stranger to working with other people in the studio, do you work better solo? Like, as far as in the room with the, or, or you work better in that situation with, like, with you and Pat going back and forth? Um, I really like, well, when I do a song with somebody, like, I would prefer if we do the song together just because to match energy, just the vibe, to, to, to survive. Plus, I don't really just like doing songs with people to do it. Mm. Like, I know, because like, Jupiter only I, had like one feature on that motherfucker. Because <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> I, I, I just feel like it's power in music, bro. And it's like, 
at the end of the day, we controlling a lot of what's going on for the younger motherfuckers who not in this shit. They going and they being controlled by the higher up power of the moves and shit that we be making and shit like that in this music shit. So he is like, I want authentic, the real motherfuckers. I don't want to just be making a song with you and then you leading these people in the wrong. Like you're not even living by what you're rapping about. Like I don't like that. It's a lot of people because I was one, like I was a kid that was didn't have my pops in my life like that. So I was strictly influenced by music and rappers and shit. Mm. So therefore, this is the life I chose. And it's like once I got in this shit and started going through all this shit, it's like, damn, like I ain't, I'm gonna keep it real. Like I'm not even gonna send y'all down this path how y'all going through all this shit and I ain't really doing this shit. Like, cause a lot of people that I thought was this or that, the reason why I'm doing what I'm doing today and I had to go through a lot of my hardships and this and that because I wanted to be somebody, come to find out these niggas wasn't even wow. all what it was cracked up to be. So I did all this shit, you feel me? So yeah. I don't send them people, send people down that wrong path. Like, How? I'm gonna tell you, like, if you following me, just know, like, I'm really out here with this shit. So every day that you living and that you listening to me, just know I'm somewhere really living this shit so you could feel my shit and know like, okay, I'm good, I'm straight, I'm gonna make it through this shit, he making it through this shit, he's somewhere out there right now, keeping this gangster shit going, so let me do the same thing. Word. How, how how intentional are you with, with it when it comes to like other things aside from the music that helps with the music, right? Like the visuals, you out in the desert right now. Do, are you the one that like picks the locations for these things when it comes to the treatments? Are you, do you have a hands, uh, your hands involved with those things as, as well or do you just kind of stick to the I'm music? Like, I, I I really just be trying to make do with what a nigga got, but at the end of the day, though, a nigga really just, I be wanting to get my whole vision across. So, like, for me, I ain't, like, a nigga artist and a rapper and shit, but I don't just be thinking just about the song itself. Like, I also think about how I want to present this song, how I want you to see this song, like, everything about it, to even the artwork. Like, to the artwork for Jupiter, like, I was, it was probably like three o'clock in the morning or something. And I was just sitting there getting loaded. I'm just in the house, hiding the motherfucker. And I just started thinking in my head, like I just started picturing like, like me just sitting in a fucking, um, on top of a, a spaceship in the middle of a space or something, like Jupiter right there. And I'm just picturing it. So then I grabbed my phone. I just drew this shit out like on the notes, like just with my finger type shit with the draw out. Some sent it to the nigga like, man, bro, I want you to make some shit like this. Like, I had a little orange circle. I want the planet right there. I want me right here, this and that. And then he sent the shit back. So I ain't make the shit, but I made the shit. Like, right. Wow. You know what, though? Um, that, that, that stands out to me because I know a lot of great musical um, geniuses are like that. You know what I'm saying? Kanye is like that. Like he'll like the Wyoming shit. That's how that shit came. You know, with him just taking a photo of him driving to his ranch in Wyoming and like connected to that high frequency. People who connected on that high frequency, you just know like everything is like you feel me. You just connected with the fucking divinity type shit. Yeah. Now I seen something that said you you were you uh were married at 19 and still are married. Is that true? Engaged. Yeah. Engage one and you, bruh, real quick. First hey, of all, Chuck didn't even all, get married that young. No, nah, I didn't get, I didn't get married that young. But I, I want you to give some advice to to those that are in relationships right now. Have you made your relationship, you know, work throughout the years, um, uh, with your significant other? Because I think that's something that's not really touched on when it comes to artists. Because for whatever reason, everybody's a single life and all this that. But for you being engaged, being in a relationship for so long, man, how do you make it work with your significant other? 
uh, I say cuz I really like it's genuine. Like a lot of this shit sometimes be made up. So if you in a relationship and it got something to do with anything other than just your love for this person, then you need to just let that shit go. But mm. at the end of the day, for me, it's just like it was just some real shit. Like at the end of the day, like I look at as look at it as when you out, you doing this, you living this life, like you need foundation. Like you need something to keep your head on because at the end of the day, you're going to be hit with millions of shit all day, every day, like all the time. You can't, you feel me? Certain shit you ain't going to be able to talk to your partner about or certain right. shit like this because he's going to be looking at you like this or that. So, you don't know, you don't want to do that, but you need somebody to confine to or somebody to talk to, like, you feel me? And then, but it worked both ways. So it's like, the female got to be solid and the nigga got to be solid because you can't expect to not be solid and then expect your female to just be solid and vice versa. So it's, it's just a both way thing. Bro, I could probably learn a thing or two from you because I ain't even been in a relationship as long as you've been in one. Like I ain't had a girl in so long. <laughs> so I, but uh, um, real quick, I wanted to, I wanted to ask you about uh well, no, I don't want to ask you about this because it's beating a dead horse, but I have, obviously we all got introduced to you through the SOVRB shit. I already know that you already talked about how what, y'all want y'all separate ways and stuff like that. Um, but I remember you saying, I remember you talking about it. And when you were talking about it, you sounded like very sincere, like you didn't yeah. want it to end up this way. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like you really was, I, I saw it because I saw, I, I, don't, I don't fuck with Vlad like that, but I saw what you were saying and I saw the sincerity in your voice. He was like, bro, I wasn't, intending it for it to be like this i i thought we was you know a unit and whatnot um what what do you guys how do i say do you guys have a relationship outside of music like at all like at all at all nah that's the thing about it like hell nah like uh in that situation it was like it was just like a nigga was like from my out oh you go to my album trust issues that's what my whole album Trusted Dudes was really about. Right. If you, listen to it, if you listen to the song Betrayal, I said, I hope it don't come between us four. Right. Like, I ain't never said, like, came out and said that it was the funk or this and that and all that shit, but it was in it. Like, if you listen to the music, you would, you would, you would know what I'm saying. But, Got you. Um, when, now, when you, when you, obviously, when you make music with somebody, you form a bond and whatnot, and then you also form kind of like a brotherhood, like me and my boy Chuck, we, we are brothers in this stuff, in this thing, right? So what do you think is the most difficult part of going solo once a group situation doesn't work out? Just for anybody, it could be, because I noticed um, I was having this conversation with, uh, with uh, I think I was talking to, it was somebody, it was like Omarion or somebody. Once you go solo from a group situation, what's the hardest transition to make? Uh, I say that probably the hardest transition is just motherfuckers accepting the breakup like you have, I guess. Like, cause motherfuckers always going, oh, we want this, we want that, we want this. But like, obviously, it ain't that. Like, you feel me? And then my thing too is the, the hard thing about it is, is like, for whatever, like, say it depends on what you is, but in 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 any situation. Each person gonna feel like they right or whatever. Yeah. It's that person. A lot of motherfuckers can't admit when they're wrong. Mm. And that be the problem. And the biggest problem that you're gonna have is trying to convince 
motherfuckers of the wrong that made you do what you decided to do. Like, that's gonna be your hardest shit is to convince these motherfuckers to see why you ain't fucking with this or why you didn't do that or why you not doing this. Right. Like, that's gonna be the hardest thing. So you cannot expect or, or yeah, expect motherfuckers to get it or this or that because a lot of motherfuckers not gonna get it because like, like, it's like 98% of the world is like drifting at the end of the day. And it's too right. really know what's going on in this motherfucker. So 98% of the motherfuckers not gonna feel you. And I feel you. Yeah. And then also, also like, I look at y'all like, like close to family because of who y'all associate with. We have a lot of mutual family members and shit like that. So I ain't never dove into the situation. Like me and you, we ain't never talked about it. I, I'll see you, I ain't never mentioned it or whatever, but um, uh, I never like investigated it. But did you ever get the chain back that you were speaking about? Uh, shit, I ain't worried about that shit. I niggas, mean, I ain't worried about that. All right, for sure. We off that. And, and the uh, thing about it was the chain had never got took. It was stolen. No, I know. I remember you saying that, but that's what I'm saying. I remember you saying it you was, didn't want it to come up later. Like, oh, they I, got it. But, yeah, but shit, you know, they got a slide out there. For sure. Um, <laughs> all right, so the other thing is, let me go back to this. I yeah, want to talk about this. <laughs> you stupid uh on the lord knows project okay i'm listening to the songs and on some of the songs you bussing on some of the songs you're doing the melody shit yeah. um i feel like what's the name of the song how it feel how it feel that's my mm. shit that shit is a slap you know what i'm saying um but you said something very interesting to me on that song is i have it right here it says it says they never told me you might have to cut off relatives yeah bro that's the realest shit ever bro like when i mean talk, i want you to talk, dive into that experience because i think when people get into music or get into entertainment business in general they don't realize they all they see is the chains and the shows and the girls and the fame they don't see the behind the scenes shit yo you know you got a random cousin that came out of nowhere that need that need money on his books or you got a random auntie that that need help with rent, with her rent or different things well, the, like the that. Strength, the strength that it has on, on your friendships or your relationships. Like, people don't see that side of it. Yeah, so talk about that a little bit. Because I, I felt like that bar right there, I related to that a lot. Yeah, because it's like, at the end of the day, sometimes what ends up happening is, see, we all come from the struggle. We all come from the ghetto and shit. So most of the times, we both in a position of, like, you and whatever this family member is, whether it's, and sometimes family members, and I ain't even speaking about the family members that come out the blue, because they don't even fucking matter. <laughs> we ain't even talk about them. They was never relevant in the first place. Yeah. But for the motherfucker that was there with you, like, through this process that you're going to have to, it's like this, like how I see it personally, is that a lot of times in this place where you at the bottom or whatever and you looking up at all these things and all of this shit that you want to do and sometimes you personally can have your own vision and goals and things that you want to do and accomplish and somebody else can say that they want for the same thing and since y'all together and y'all coming out this same place it's like okay we're gonna do this together like it's better together than alone but when you get further in, you find out that a lot of times these motherfuckers is just sharing your dream. Mm. Like it was never they dream. They never wow. wanted to do it in the first place. It was just, they seen you doing this 
and they wanted to, I don't know, because I don't get what it is to this day. I don't understand why they do this shit, because I'm going through it as we speak. So probably next album or the album after. You're going to be talking about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm probably going to have an answer, because I'm figuring yeah. it out right now. You're figuring so, it out right now. So, okay, so I'm glad, glad that you said but that. I know for a fact, though, that is that, it's that a lot of times when you in, when you coming up or you together, you think like you more similar than what you really are until you become grown and now you a man and then you see like oh shit like we not really the same we just are the same bloodline but we not the same like in the mind or nothing we just same blood and a lot of times to get further in life the type of change and the type of evolution that you got to make other people not going to be willing to make so you can't pull yourself down trying to pull them up yeah you just gotta let go Right. How, how much do you attribute that to you doing music so young? I mean, it feel like you had a lot of life experience. Do you do you attribute that to you getting into a business at a young age, or is it I was yeah. going through life shit way before that? Yeah, I say that it got to do with that because me me starting music at like eight and it not working like made me feel. But I was but I'm but I'm not realizing that I'm fucking ten years old. Like yeah. it's not my time yet. In my mind, I'm just thinking like, I need to pop. This shit not working. Right, yeah. right. So by the time I'm like 15, 16, I'm like, okay, this shit not working. Fuck it. I'm about to make this shit work. I'm going to jump off the porch. This shit going to get real. I'm going to make this shit happen. Yeah. At the end of the day, I need to pay these bills. Like, yeah. that's what you're doing the whole shit for initially. Well, some people, but for me, that's what it was about. It was about helping my grandma because once. I came up under my grandma and my grandpa. When my grandpa died, I seen how it was just my grandma and my uncle and my grandma had to do all this and do all that. Like I had slept in the bed with my grandma until I was about, we, cause we was on section eight. So, you know, you yeah. only have so many. So I slept in, my, in the room with my grandma it, until my older uncle who got killed moved out. I slept in the, in the room with her till like I was about 11, 12 years old. So I'm just seeing my grandma doing all this, getting up, hustling, this and that, I think indirectly in my mind, like I wanted to become like my grandpa, like do the shit that my grandpa couldn't do because he wasn't here no more. So right. therefore, it was like once the music shit, but like I said, I started music young, but it wasn't doing what I needed it to do. So I had to go about other ways to make shit happen. And then it just all came together. That's interesting. I never, well, but I never forgot or never gave up or always, no matter what, always knew that I wanted to do music. So whatever it was that I was doing or what I was doing, I always knew like this shit is just for me to go to the mic and have most shit to talk about at the end of the day. That's why I don't be giving a fuck because it's just most shit for me to rap about. Like that's what a nigga going through this shit for. So I think it's dope that, I think it's dope. And get on the mic and regurgitate this shit and let y'all know it under so you can know how to maneuver through this shit now. I think it's dope that you utilize your personal life experience because a lot of artists don't want people to know them like that. They don't want people to know that they have vulnerabilities. They don't want people to know that they have struggles. And I think the best artists in the world are the ones who are most personable with their experiences and shit yeah, that they go through. Came from I came from me watching Eight Mile hella much growing up as a little kid. So yeah. I always knew like nigga i'm gonna tell you what's the fucked up with me for you could tell me what the fuck up with me <laughs> right 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 i like that hey um, so so what do you do with all you you said you 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 unpack y'all got in did nine songs in a day right um yeah. now I, I know you you probably got hella songs right what do you do with the shit that 
doesn't make it to the project or doesn't make it to the solo thing? Like, do you, do you leave it to the side and re reuse the verses or what do you do with the music that's unreleased? Man, I should just sit in my phone, bro. You tripping. <laughs> you tripping. Sit in my I phone. Thinking, I be thinking like, uh, shit, maybe like, maybe like if I, but I don't think that day gonna come, but I don't know, maybe when I'm like hella older or something, the day come where I can't think of shit no more, then I- You got, you got a, you got a whole EP. We should start piecing shit together. Yeah. The, um, what I was about to say is y'all just dropped the uh, Heaven Heaven for Thugs video. Yeah. Heaven okay. Um, so, and when I was listening to that song, it sounded like, like you said, life experience. It sound personal shit. Um, what advice would you give to somebody that's one foot in, one foot out of the streets? Like, because I remember you, I remember you telling your backstory, and you like, you know, with your background and your upbringing and shit like that, and kind of jumping off the porch a little early. Well, not a little early, but a lot early. And you actually, and speaking about the other issue, like you're not giving passes to people. If you are, if you old enough to know what you're getting yourself into, then you old enough to abide by the rules that come with that. Um, mm -hmm. But what what advice would you give to somebody to keep them out of the bullshit? Like if they mm -hmm. want to do music or if they want to go be a doctor or whatever, but they got one foot in the streets, one foot out of the streets. Like what would you what would you tell them? Uh. It's your choice, bro. It's that simple. It's either you want to be fully involved in this music shit or you want to be fully involved in the street shit or you want to play the thin line. I ain't going to lie. I'm 22 years old. I don't got the answer. I'm walking the path myself. Facts. All I can say is when you make your choice, stand on it and live by it. Don't be doing shit and saying this and that and this, and then once the consequences come, you don't want to suffer the consequences. Just be ready to suffer whatever that consequence is for whatever you choose. That's the only thing I can say. I fuck with that. Um, do you think that, do you think that a lot of times when we make decisions, we not we may not be aware of the consequences or you think you already, you are fully aware of the consequences of your actions? Um. Like even yourself, like you say, you're 22. So you say you don't have the answer. So you might not be fully aware of the consequences. Just go back to what I was saying earlier. Like, see, when I first jumped off the porch, I wasn't fully aware. Like I was aware, but I wasn't fully aware. But that's because a lot of these other motherfuckers made the shit look so good. Like, I looked good. Like, I didn't know this was going to be like, the greater the good, the greater the bad at the same time. So it's like, I just, the shit looked good. I've seen the shine of this and that, the money, this and that. So that's what I wanted. But at the end of the day, that's why I say go back to like I was saying earlier, because now that I didn't went through a lot of this shit and all this, now before I make a decision, I know a million different, I could tell you a million different ways this shit could play out before it even happened. Yeah. Like, literally but back then it was just more off feeling emotion because the nigga was just being more uh controlled then now i'm more in control so that's the reason why because from the ages of like until you a fucking full adult you're being influenced whether you know it or not like you're easily controllable whether you know it or not so therefore it's like for all these motherfuckers who be doing this and doing that and making it seem like it's something it's not, bro. You got 
generations of all these motherfuckers coming up that's looking up to this that's gonna go through a whole fucked up situation in life all because your ass want to cap for selling these fucking records right right i feel you Yo, T.O., we do something called curbside confessions here on, on the radio where we do, you know, if you have a crazy story as a driver, as a passenger, as a uh, Uber Eats uh, delivery person, like, have you any crazy stories as a passenger or driver or like have when, when you deliver food or somebody orders food, any crazy experiences when your food get fucked up or anything like that? A crazy Uber story or you or. Yeah, we, yeah, we had orders for food one time to the studio bro it, i think it was like postmates or something and it was some i think it was boston over or something like that but you know how they got them fucking they got the little dutch fries or whatever at the boston over i think we had ordered some of them bro the nigga pull up bro <laughs> my nigga the fries are literally like the, the bag is like turned over in his in his trunk he opened the trunk like the bag like turned over in his trunk Nigga, the fries are laying on his carpet of his trunk. <laughs> this nigga whoops like all in one motion. That nigga bro. said whoops. <laughs> Inside, back the shit, lift the bag up like this and hand it to me, my oh. nigga. <laughs> bro. Hey, you, you didn't spaz on him? Bro. Bro. <laughs> bro, I bro. I looked at this nigga dead in his eyes, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, oh, so wait, but you didn't you didn't do nothing to him, right? You didn't. Yeah. Bro, I was thinking about it, but then I'm like, Look, what you gonna do? I'm hey. literally like, nigga, it literally say my name right here. Right. I <laughs> here. I ordered this. Like, yeah. no, none of this shit. Bro. Right, right. Damn. Damn. Bro, like, you for sure not getting a tip. That's hilarious, bro. Hey, you know what's I, funny though? I, I I hate when people. I don't, that nigga, but I don't condone the snitching. <laughs> hey, you stupid. I'm not fucking with you, but uh. What you call it? I hate when people play with my food. Like I rather like I rather you low key do something else. Don't but, but when you especially when you be hungry because I know how them studio days go. You be in there ten hours, bro, and you be starving. So I had to get the bossa nova like twelve one o'clock, bro. Anyway, uh. twelve one o'clock, you pull up with my fries on in your trunk, literally. <laughs> my nigga said, "Whoops," <laughs> he said, "Bro." <laughs> Yo, T.O., the year can't end without you doing what, man? Set that intention. Set that manifestation, man. What's one thing you want to knock off your your, your goals list before the year ends? Um, shit, I've been paying my grandma bills since, like, 16, 17, but I'm really trying to buy a house, though, for real. Mm, as you should. That's what's up. Amazing, Did, uh, man. Um, also, it was something else I wanted to tell you. Oh, I wanted to ask you. Do you prefer... The rapping, like, were you were you bussing, or you prefer doing melody more? You don't write either one, so it don't matter, right? If you had to choose, which one would you prefer doing more? Melody. I would prefer to do that, but it's like I came up on like I fuck with like a lot of heavy Tupac, so it's like. For me, in order to sometimes get across what I want, I gotta rap the shit. But <laughs> right. like just like for my like personal choice though, 
I'd rather be on some sting shit. Like, Facts. And it's, and it's more, you know, female friendly as well. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because uh, that's right. the, yeah, exactly. That's the thing. Like, that's the thing, bro. Because it's like, you got to cater to, to like, you feel me? But it's like, if you go to one side, then motherfuckers start thinking they could play with you. But then mm. you go to one side, then motherfuckers think that you just one way. Mm. So I'd be trying to blend it in as much as I could. But, you know, I feel you. It, it, favorite it, it, wait, favorite Tupac album. You said Pac, Pac is one of your favorites. What's your favorite Pac album? I say my favorite Tupac album I have to be me against the world. Right. I I love the impact All Eyes on Me had, but I, I teeter back and forth between and then, me against the world and All Eyes on Me. But I'm not gonna lie though. See, that's my thing. I'm not an All Eyes on Me. I'm more really. Of, I'm more of a Don Illuminati seven. Machiavelli, hey, Machiavelli was different, bro. Yeah. See, T.O. was different. T.O. was a little knucklehead, bro. That's why he he like all of the <laughs> bullshit. Like, yeah, yeah. Nah, man, Pac was in his bag on Machiavelli, though. I, I I think for commercial success and and the impact again, Pac had just got out of jail. All eyes on me. I, I can understand why people like it. And it's one of my favorite albums. But you know, before he went to jail with the Me Against the World and then the the shit with Machiavelli. All eyes on me, like, don't get me wrong. It's hard as fuck, and it's pocked out, but it's just, like, it was, like, I could just, like, me being an empath, I could just tell it was more, like, a put-together type mm-hmm. thing. Like, you know, Don Cuminati, that Machiavelli, this really pop. Like, nigga, this what I feel for real. This is what mm-hmm. I got to say. Yeah, that was more, like, hidden. Like, can't see me and shit like that. Like, you know what he talking about, but he keeping right. on the low. It's more like selling records type shit. This yeah, shit, yeah. Hey, um, you, you got a project coming because I know y'all dropped the joint joint, the joint project, and then you had uh Jupiter, but you got another project coming. Yeah, I got a, a new project coming out probably in like the next couple months called uh Angels and Demons. Okay. Angels and Demons. You said next couple of months, so we'll get it before March. Hopefully. That's in the plans before March, definitely. Okay. Or right. March. Or in March. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's gonna be it's gonna be all anti-social, like on some Roddy shit. It's just gonna be you by yourself, maybe one uh, feature. Yeah, I'm gonna have uh my nigga little chic on there. I'ma have uh I got on Peasy on there right now. And I mean it's a I fuck with Peasy. I like Peasy a lot, bro. That's my nigga, that's my nigga. So if any if anything else come upon, then you feel me? It come upon, but yeah, right now that's that's as a bit right now. Also, manifest this. Is there anybody that you haven't worked with or haven't been in communication with that you would like to? Who do you want to link with, bro? Um, damn, I'm trying to think. Like that's a good ass question. I just recently, I just recently did something with Boosie. Um, then let me think though. Who would I want to fuck? With? That you haven't had the opportunity yet. Bucket list shit. Yeah. Probably future. Okay. I can see that happening. I got the I already got the young boy, so I said future. Okay. Throw it out there, bro. Future. When you see this, tap in with young TO. You know what I'm saying? We good. Absolutely, man. Hey, we appreciate you taking your time and rocking with us, bro, man. Get back to the video shoot. Keep doing your thing and, and tap in once we, you know, you get back to L.A. and we can make this shit happen, bro. So, appreciate y'all. All right, bro. 
Homegrown Radio, Chuck Dizzle, DJ Head, Young T.O., and we out.